0: What's up? It's your girl, Tamara, a.k.a. girl from Harlem.
1: And what's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. the culture referee. And this is The
0: God Show. And before we
1: start, just make sure y'all to subscribe, like do all that stuff, man, because like this shit it's, Y'all can't see what's happening behind the camera, but it cost me a lot of money, man. And I ain't made a dollar yet. <laughs> and, you know, I got kids to feed, so maybe I could just subscribe. It don't cost nothing to do that, man. Can you all just do that for a brother, please? And we'll keep, continue to keep giving you guys good services. But in the meantime, I got a motherfucking legend. Uh, I don't think people know he's like one of those child prodigies that of hip-hop, southern hip-hop. I remember when I first came up, you know, if you had that, listen to this track, you was like, I mean, you was doing something. You oh, <laughs> was <yeah>. doing something. <laughs> we got our brother... Fucking legendary producer. I, I feel like Atlanta claims him, but the thing I like the most about him is that he still claims where he's from. So he kind of one of them guys that's smart. He let Atlanta claim him, but he still represents Memphis motherfucking Tennessee. We got my boy Drummer Boy in the house. Let's give it up for Joe Boy, Joe Boy, Joe Boy. Yeah, hey, boy, what's happening? Man, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate you coming. And let's get into it, Tamara. Let's go.
0: All right, so like, Already established, you're from Memphis. So, um, being from Memphis, do you feel like you had to prove yourself coming in? Like, um, the music industry has always been pretty New York dominated, and recently Atlanta dominated. So, do you feel like Memphis is still trying to prove itself as a powerhouse in the music industry?
2: Uh, I mean, from from anything that you do, you got it's it's proven uh. results. So you know, what I mean, whether you want to be a doctor, NFL player, NBA. Uh, executive, a whatever it is. You're going to have to prove yourself. You're going to have to put up points. And uh, to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I've done that time and time again, re- repetitively, consistently uh, in my city before I was even in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Came up doing a lot of music with Yo Gotti, 3-6 mm-hmm. uh, Mafia, uh, Gangsta Boo, Endo G, Prophet Posse, Prophet uh, Posse you know what I'm saying? Gangsta, uh, Gangsta Black, Player Fly. Uh, a lot of legendary guys out of my city. And, you know, when I was coming up, the underground scene, everybody was like, man, the underground Memphis, the underground scene, the underground. And, you know, even even the C36 Mafia, you know, do an album like the must-known, the most-known most unknowns. Known. Like, they was gods, you know what I'm saying, in my eyes you know what I'm saying and just coming way. out. yeah yeah it's, just, it's like we <laughs> nah, but, but coming you, up in Memphis these the guys. these the OGs these is you know what I'm saying ain't nobody bigger than and G36 Mafia you I know mean, what I'm saying I'm so period
1: a- listen <laughs> i want y'all I I feel like I feel like I feel like I got to do this man cuz I want you to go but I need you to understand something so I'm going to give y'all a little history on Atlanta right so I moved to Atlanta in 91 right when I moved to Atlanta the hot shit here was um Kilo Raheem the Dream uh, Shady, uh, you know Atlanta. Ha- Atlanta was known for booty shake music, right? We was known for mm-hmm. like booty shake, like we was almost like Luke Junior, right? Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, <laughs> you know, for real, And then 1993 happens, and when 93 happens, A Baller MJG dropped this album called Coming Out Hard, and that shit changed my entire fucking life. Hell yeah, no, bro, I want you to understand something. I like, was
2: 10, bro, so it changed my life. Bro, that, like, I mean, what we and, came and up. And tell the it. crazy
1: part when I listened to that shit, and I'm like, and he was like. And you hear this shit, and I'm like, how the fuck was I 13 listening to Tight Grip on the Tech Nine? Now it's time to creep. And it was like, nigga, we was like, dog, they was talking about, all they talked about was pimping. (laughs) So so let me get y'all, so let me get back to that. So 93 Drops, Coming Out Hard comes out. So now Atlanta kids, they go from listening to Kilo to listening to Coming Out Hard. And then here comes, nigga, my favorite rapper. Of, if I had an underdog list, my favorite rapper is Play a Fly. Mm-hmm. So now we listening to Play a Fly and fucking, and the nigga had his daddy singing on hooks and shit. Like, oh, yeah. like he had his daddy singing on the dog Play a Fly. And he sounds like a daddy, by the way, though, right? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, an, like unk, an uncle like somebody like, uh, He sounds like he. He sounded like he's somebody's daddy in the room. Like, I could sing. He sounded like a church singer, but he was Mm. singing street shit. Do you mind if we, you and me? And they was, all they was singing about was drugs, right? Like, getting it on. Like, it was his daddy. So it's crazy. So so now, this is important. This is history because I want to throw it to drummer, but I want to give you context. So, And anybody know? I stand on the mountain and say this. I've always said this. So now A Ball MJG drops. So now we listen to A Ball MJG. We listen to Player Fly. We realize that Player Fly used to be down with Three Six Mafia. So Three Six Mafia and Player Fly is beefing. And then you got that's Player Fly dropped Triple Bitch Mafia. And then we listen to fucking Squeaky and the Family. And then we listen to all of this shit. And that mind you, the whole time Atlanta is like, can not no player, can not no player. We was rapping about like partying and shit. And then I say. Here comes T.I. And T.I. is a child of Memphis rap, which Gucci. These guys changed the whole trajectory of hip hop. And Atlanta really became like what Memphis was. Like Memphis is Atlanta hip hop scene is what it is because of Memphis, Tennessee. Now, I'm not. I always said this. I've always said this because that's why if you pay attention to the most the music being sampled the most right now, it's all Tennessee shit
2: for shit, like you know, and they, Isaac Hayes. Like it go back to stacks. It go back to Al Green. It go back to you know just uh so many legends before us that was you know a part of the stacks movement. You know what I mean? And it was stacks and Motown. You know what I'm saying? And just the elevation from when you know from when I was 10, Ball and G coming out hard 93, and just seeing 3-6 Mafia do their thing for the next you know really that whole decade. You know what I'm saying? And coming out of that, you know the young guys started coming up. So. I moved to a neighborhood when I was 13 called Cordova, which is like North Memphis, and it put me in in, in tune with Riley and you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, I bumped into Yo Gotti, you know what I'm saying, so because I'm on the north side now, I bump into Yo Gotti, he doing this thing, Gotti put out a project like 97, mm. you know what I'm saying, so that was like one of his first rap projects, 98, 99, then we do the Life album. By the time I finished Gotti project, I started working with t Mm. You know what I mean? And Tila mm. was was a part of 3C's Mafia, Ball and G, Player Fly, that whole era. So, Tila, J Prince, this is the first time I get a check from J Prince. I'm getting checks from all the bosses. You know what I'm saying? Go from J Prince to Scarface, call me like, man, I need you on the May album. I do never. You know what I'm saying? By the time I get to Atlanta, first rapper that worked, that I worked with here in Atlanta was Pastor Troy. You know hold what I'm saying? Oh, oh, 4,000 no, four a beat.
1: Hold on, hold on, but, hold on. But then you, he did. People I always said, Troy, don't no more playing GA is. It's an Atlanta classic, but Pastor Troy best record, you did. Make that get pussy that money right. Pop, Pop that pussy, pussy baby Show him get that nigga. Money you right. ain't scared of here. <laughs> yeah. Nigga.
2: Come on, strip club anthem. I'm 19. I ain't even old enough to get in the strip club.
0: It's
2: crazy. You know what I'm saying? And uh I remember seeing Lil John back home, shout out to Lil John, you know what I'm saying? When the crunk music really was like, you know, cause three C's Mafia was a part of Crunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And John just took Crunk and put it on the map. And it's the same thing for trap. Trap was a location. Yes. Before it was a genre music anything, like, I call my brother, where you at? I'm in the trap. I bet we know that's behind the Dodge Chicken Store. If you ever been to Memphis, Elvis Presley, the Dodge Chicken Store, right behind that motherfucker was the trap. Crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, these were locations. I remember when Tip came to Memphis performing for the first time, opened up for 3-6 Mafia. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? And at this time, got it heavy in the street, but it's underground. So, yeah. only local Memphians really up on it. Might be a few people in Atlanta, might be a few people, but again, same thing. John did with Crump and put it on the map. Ti did that with Trap. Uh,
1: only, only only advantage that Atlanta had to me, Atlanta. Only advantage it had was it was a geographical uh, um, advantage. So it's like when you think about the South, you think about you know Texas, but it's two cities in the South that really are like their own cities, and it's Atlanta and Miami. Mm-hmm. Like like Plies from Florida, but Ross from Miami, mm-hmm. right? So it's like mm-hmm. Memphis. They just was like. Dog, you go to the club in 1996 in Atlanta, you're gonna hear Kilo Ali, you're gonna hear that's what the shit that the bitches gonna shake their ass to, the chicks gonna shake their ass to, and then the shit that the niggas gonna turn up to was lay it down, lay it down. You, it was all Memphis shit. I'm telling I, I just feel like Memphis don't get nowhere near the credit they deserve. Y'all niggas really built this shit.
2: Oh, yeah, and we got a culture. So, you know what I mean? Our culture, I think more than anything, our dance, the way we talk, the way we say man, our main. slurs, our slangs and Just the juking and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, ain't nobody else doing juking but Memphis. That's us. Yeah. You know what I mean? In certain words that a man say man, you know, it's a lot of <laughs> pimp cities in general going to gravitate to that because a lot of people moved to other cities. A lot of people from Memphis moved to Detroit. A lot of people from Memphis moved to the Bay. A lot of yep. people moved to uh to to Oakland, you know what I'm saying? And, and to DC. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys moving around. Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Look how many Memphis niggas went out to Houston. Yeah. Just balling. G, Teela, all the player shit. So, you know, we've been influencing this Memphis slang and this and this vocabulary everywhere we go. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's, it's been intertwined into other cities. But people know our culture. People know what we stand
1: on. Pe- pe- people know. Except um, the New Yorkers. Oh. She didn't know that. Did you know that?
0: I have one of my best friends is from Memphis, so I'm kind of a little familiar with the scene. But I do that leads me to my question because my introduction, my introduction to Memphis music was kind of through rap beef. So do you think that rap beef kind of overshadowed some of Memphis's like kind of beef are you talking about? He just named like Yo Gotti and all of them. Like they were like I, That's I, right, I the
1: introduction you got to oh, level of rap
0: well, beef. Th- them they were out here. Thr- I wasn't into like. <laughs> Or say, how we you know my Memphis Thursday. rap people? I mean, oh, because that's, that's that's what I knew Memphis for and their music for for pretty much getting ready to like. I was scared. I went to Memphis once and they were like, "Don't get out your Uber, go straight to your hotel." So like, no, listen,
1: no, 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 listen. I didn't
0: know what was going. on. I think on. Memphis
1: is the first has the first song in rap history that was banned from clubs. Tear the club up, right? I, that's that, one of that,
2: the biggest ones. I, you know, I I don't know what was the first. Now, you know I, know no, no, so, I,
1: I, let me tell you something. I gonna tell you. Let me tell you my story. In Memphis. I'm at a party. By the way, I don't know if people know this, but anybody know what ATL Picks is? Yes. ATL Picks, his name Prince. He's living my, he from he from Godby Road, he's from my hood. He lived in my apartment complex. Prince threw a party. So you know, in Atlanta, it was a, Atlanta in the mid-90s was an interesting city because it was like kind of like booty shake, but it was still street kind of. And I remember being, you know, we having a good time dancing in the kilo, all this shit. And then the nigga drops this record nigga, y'all niggas ain't no killers, y'all niggas some hoes, y'all, y'all niggas ain't, no, and nigga, it was like the biggest brawl broke out. Memphis music used to make Atlanta niggas fight.
2: <laughs> nigga, you know that, right? That shit was everywhere, though. Everywhere. Nigga, it was just I fight I know in music. Atlanta,
1: nigga, when Memphis music came on, nigga, we were fighting.
2: Because it brought the stunt out of you, and there's always some niggas across that you want to stunt on, or there's always something just like, you know what I mean? It's It's, it's some kind of... You know what I mean? Jealousy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never really liked it. And then, and, yeah, and then your song come on, and you pop, and you on the liquor too, popping bottles. Oh, and the mother
1: girls in your song. Right, you stunting on somebody. Oh, no, nigga. I'm you something else. I got I to gotta tell Joe, I'm sorry. I remember when I was on a promo run, my first artist. You know, you come to Atlanta, nigga, they going to give you a bottle. Mm-hmm. You can give you a glass of, a glass of liquor. They we went to Memphis, nigga. Everybody yes. had plastic. Like, they was giving pictures of beer and shit. Yes. Like, I'm like, so I go to the DJ and I'm and like, Yo, why the fuck is everybody, why, he said, oh, nigga, we can't have glass in here, nigga. Nigga, it's going to be a with the plastic, we know oh, man, they ain't going to break the breaking plastic. Breaking bottles nigga. and then
2: sticking, like, mm-hmm. all kinds, of, before they that break. That was the first time like, in my
1: life i ever seen you can't have glasses, actual, physical glass <laughs> in the club was Memphis, Tennessee.
0: And so it, I think that kind of proves my point that Memphis, like, music is kind of rooted in, like, beef, is it, like, I don't know. Tell it's not you
2: know, rooted in beef, it's just like don't nobody like each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it's, it's simple. Like, North don't like South. East ain't getting along with West. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole bunch of, you so know what I'm saying? So is that the
0: one thing you would change about Memphis music culture? That's one thing
2: I have changed about Memphis. Like, when you do your history on me, I'm the unification process of Memphis. Yeah, Welcome like, to he's my he's city. You like
1: the child of Memphis. Like, you, like, real talk, you are the child of Memphis that brings everybody together. Because ain't no, and he was also the kid that we all knew was new in the city. That Memphis niggas made it known, don't play with him. Oh uh, yeah. That's our guy. That's cause nah. I make
2: sure everybody eat. And I and I, you know, I can't speak on everything, but you know, we 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 make sure people straight. You know what I'm saying? We make sure people safe, you know what I mean? And I instill education, I instill the business. Ten percent of this is is talent. And a lot of guys just don't know the business. You know what I mean? And they left out. They talented as hell. Ain't nobody really teaching them the business and whatnot. That's why I love Wendy Day, bro. Wendy Day was in Memphis, Tennessee. The cheat Day. code. She was giving us the cheat code from the beginning for free mm-hmm. at University of Memphis. You know what I mean? Shout out
1: to Wendy Day. Shout out to Wendy Rap Day. We coalition. need be on the show. That's my baby. That's one of my best friends. Love Wendy.
2: Man, Wendy would be at the University of Memphis doing seminars teaching producers what publishing is, teaching producers what split sheets are, teaching producers how to register their music, teaching artists, songwriters, and, and just just people in the music industry, bit, uh, period, you know, how to get, you know, established, you know what I mean, with your work, with, you know, making sure your, your music is copywritten, whether you're a producer or artist or songwriter, whatever, or just, make, just all of the business tactics and the music business. Wendy was teaching that for us. You know what I mean? So we got a lot of that education from there. You know what I'm saying? And you know, one of the biggest songs I did on God. When you see me shout it, pop your collar, then you holler. That's what's up. What up, drama? Hey, what up, mama? He he beefing with 3-6 Mafia on the record. 3-6, my niggas. Like my was brother with 3-6. I didn't know that. What up, 3-6? <laughs> I know you don't like me, but fuck you. You know what I I'm saying? So, this and it's a record that I produce. Same thing when I do uh uh what so uh was what's happening for so tip and yeah, he just, beefing with Shad Lowe. This is my nigga. Yeah.
0: How do you stay out the middle of the like? You like man, I'm just a producer. When when you, when you, you understand
2: to... that you got a problem with somebody, that problem was with that person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A nigga ain't never came to me about no working with another person. Like that's some ho shit. That's some girl shit. So if you ever did come to me about that, it just showed it. You know. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah, just show the girl. It show the emotional side of you because anything that you got a problem with, you're going to step to that problem. Mm. You're going to step to them and look them eye to eye and figure out what it is that y'all can and, – and what the difference is and whatnot. You know what I mean? So ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just a dope boy.
0: Yeah, You often talk about, like, having good business practices. Like, you talk about making sure you get your music copyrighted. I know you said that um, Wendy Day was one of the people who taught you that, but um, – there's always stories about people either remixing other people's beats or selling the same beat to someone. So how did you get your good ethics and learning how to navigate through the business?
2: I mean, Wendy Day, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like, I don't know. I'm a musician first. Mm-hmm. So I ain't never had to <laughs> re-rock the dope. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, I ain't, your, I, your, I ain't never your... had to, like like, act like that's almost like, Counting money like Chris Rock counting a hundred and then turning the money <laughs> over,
1: counting again. Like,
2: damn, just make another hundred, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? When but you really doing a, what you're supposed to, you
1: ain't got a but fake. You, but you also had a big brother who was a legend, who's a legend oh, that yeah, the whole you know. city loved and united around. I'm Like, drummer was like the prodigy. He He was like Memphis. I, I hate to say this, but he was like, Memphis's Mike will. He was like Memphis's Metro. He was, and here's the crazy part. He was in Atlanta getting it all busy, and still servicing Memphis. By the yeah. way,
2: and before I even came to Atlanta, I was that nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people don't really know the research. You know what I'm saying? But before Atlanta, I was. I, I ain't know where hell I'm coming to Atlanta making four thousand dollars a beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm 19 years old. Pastor True got eight bands for me, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Off in put, uh, pop that, that, that pussy,
2: making me the money right now, off in this game. So he was already a fan of what I was doing. Nigga, I'm in Chicago. I'm in Miami. I'm in Florida. I, I didn't. Never. Never. For Scarface. Crazy. I'm 19, my nigga. It ain't too many niggas. Young nigga producers that's talking about they work with Scarface. Nah.
1: That's
0: how, that's how I was down
2: south Jay-Z. Period. How did
1: your
0: music get
2: in these people's hands? Tila. you know what I'm saying? Or, man, Gotti. The whole streets was on me after got it. Once I got with Gotti, it was a rap. You know what I'm saying? My, my older brother hit me like, man, I'm working with Teela. Shit, I got two. My brother, if you look up Double Dose album, Teela, he got two on there. I got three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My brother already had five bands locked up. Man, they called me last minute. Like, we wrapping up the album, man. My little brother got some shit, too. That's why I love, man, insane Wayne, R.I.P. Big Bro, because he yeah. was already always just, man, my brother. Yeah. My, my little brother got some, too. I pull up on Red, uh, Red Boy, Anzel Jennings, man. Shout out Red Boy. You know what I'm saying? J Prince, they like, shit, play something. I played five beats, end up with three on Teela album. That's 7,500. I'm 16 in high school, 2,500 a beat.
1: Which was driving? You know what I'm saying? Which you was, dro-
2: which was driving? I had a, 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 a 83 Cutlass. <laughs> Sierra. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? Old school. I had my granddaddy <laughs> whip. Like, we'll you know what I'm saying? we beat the truck. we we'll beat the truck. Man, the beating the the trunk, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting it done. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? And man, I remember going to Houston one time uh to get the money. And J Prince had like 30 grand on the table. Like, man, I wanna sign the rap a lot. Da-da-da-da-da. I was like, man, uh, I-, I-, I know. I <laughs> God, it got 12,000 weight over when I get home. <laughs> I
1: got
2: Troy with 8,000 weight on me in Atlanta. So it's like, man, I can make this right here on my own. I ain't finna be signed. I ain't never wanna be signed to somebody. I was like, I got my own squad, drum squad, and it came from the root word, drummer boy. So you know, I always been independent and, and, and building my own shit up. And that's when I started earning respect. Jay Prince was like, man, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? And every time I go to Houston, he has shit laid out for me. We support his community events. We go meet these other artists. I'm bumping in the Slim Thug. I'm bumping in the uh Kiki. You know what I'm saying? I'm, bumping, I'm doing all the radio promotions and whatnot. And, and that's why Houston is like second home. Yeah. All of Pimp City, Chicago, second home. You know what I'm saying? DC, second home, Atlanta uh uh debate and we out in oakland like you know what i'm saying just just that that camaraderie mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the birds the feather flock together so
0: i like that you were one of the founding well i like to look at it as one of the founding producers of trap music right so what was that transition from like crunk music because that's what was big in atlanta before trap music kind of take over to trump music so how did you get ahead in your influence on that yo
2: got it Oh, got him, man. Yo, got it. Man. Yo, Yo Gotti, the first trap rapper I worked with, period, and his music dates to 97, mm. period. First album he dropped 97, come back 98, 99, 2000. Life album was, was his second album, and me, drum squad, I did four tracks. My brother in St. Wayne did four tracks on the drum squad, and I had a producer named Swizzo on the drum squad at the time. He did four tracks. So one of the biggest songs, "Shout I got "White Shout cheap, cheap, "Price Shout That's what got him his deal at TVT. We did that song. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? When you see me shout out Poppy Collar, then you holler, "That's what's up." That was on "Back to the Basics." You know what I'm saying? The following album after "Life" album. So this this when I got to Atlanta, Jeezy was a fan of me and got it. Yeah. That's first thing Jeezy told me, "Hey, nigga, what that shit you and got it on?" <laughs> Because Gotti was talking white. Want well, nobody else rapping about white? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Talking I'm talking about see, this the period when trap rap came, it was real dope, boys. You couldn't fake or flodge or not be really about this shit and you weren't living this shit. Say
1: that shit. You know what again. I mean? So before
2: I even got here, you know what I'm saying? I'm serious I ain't come out 2001. Mm-hmm. Gotti That's what I'm so to two
1: thousand one. Mm-hmm. Got dropped ninety seven. So again,
2: the first trap rapper that I worked with. Got it. Yep. When I got to Atlanta, I was working with uh, Pastor Troy. Did a couple songs on Pastor Troy. Then we did Block. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Block was like, nigga, we need that trap shit. First song I do on Block, Trap, niggas. Yep. It's Jody Breeze and Jeezy going mm-hmm. back and forth, talking about Trap. Then okay. Jeezy goes solo. I do I Am the Trap, standing ovation.
1: And, and you, like, you know record Put on.
2: You know what I'm saying? So, that, like, this is what I do. Then we got with Tip. <laughs> Them I ain't get, get with Tip until Paper Trail. You know what I'm saying? No, we we did,
1: we did we did we do the record with you the record with him and Usher, you did that.
2: Uh, my I life did it. My entertainment? life entertainment. We yeah, did on that paper trail.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rock City wrote that. Yeah. We came up. We came. We was coming up together. Like we were, we were being Atlantic writing sessions. Everything. I probably got fifty drummer boy demos in my computer right <laughs> now. Thanks, thanks.
2: So yeah. so the beginning of the trap for me, I can only speak for me is Gotti. Yeah. Period. Then it was Jeezy. Then it was Gucci, and then it was Tip. As far as you know, what I'm saying my order of how I work with them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and you know it was it was it was a uh, Gotti and Ti as far as the beginning. If you put them two on the Mount Rushmore, Gotti and Ti, the first two trap you, rappers.
1: You, 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 you just took it. Off. I was literally, I literally writing it down when you said like, I didn't want to miss it. Yeah, Tell Gotti me, and If you had to give your five five rappers, we I don't want to do four Mount Rushmore. Our show is top five. If you had to do your top five Mount Rushmore goats of trap, who would it be for you?
2: Uh out the gate again, Gotti. Gotti T I tip Jeezy, Jeezy. Gucci. And no, then uh my fifth as far as trap would be Future. Mm. Cause you know, I come from that. Like I remember being in St. Louis with Future, you know what I'm saying? And like I, I seen him elevate and 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 come into what he was coming into. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? like, And we both was sleeping on couches in St. Louis. We both was in Memphis making moves. We both out in Atlanta. We did a song, That Recipe. Uh, shouldn't have shown me that recipe. You know what I'm saying? And, man, shouldn't have put me on the track with Drum Squad. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen to this track, You know what, what I'm saying? And then you got to, you know, it's, it's a tie because, like, you got to throw Rosé in there. So I, I would say between Future and Rosé. Yeah, 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 As far as the trap, you know what I'm saying, the trap rap.
1: Uh, I- but see, I don't understand.
2: Timeline so, probably Rose would bump Future. Future
1: yeah, because Future came later. And, but let me tell you something. Y'all don't understand. Drummer really, we came up together. Drummer really ran this shit. Drummer, you really ran this shit, bro. Like, and them fucking signature horns. Oh, yeah. How the fuck you get that? Like, was that you? Like, did you a horn player? How you
2: like. Man, the orchestra, man. My dad was in the orchestra, I, bro. Right, so.
1: cause, Cause your shit was so musical, but it was ghetto as fuck.
2: Yeah, that's because I'm, I'm. I grew up in the city of Memphis, so it's like it's like this. You growing up, your your pop in the orchestra, your mom in the opera. My mama heavy in the church, so you know what I mean. A lot of the church really taught people respect, and I think the fact that we don't have church as much now, you know what I mean, and you being able to see how Al Green was treating Aretha Franklin and Anita Baker and this person and that, mm-hmm. like how people was getting along, like yeah, okay, mama, exactly. mama ain't as famous with these people, but they treating her just like she just as exactly. famous as. You know what I mean? You know, that's kind of what the church you. So as a young cat coming up, you know what I'm saying, I always had respect for my elders, you know what I'm saying, and just, you know, uh, a niche for treating people well. You know what I mean? It it, it was just like, you know, you got enough of the negative. Yeah, of course. I'm going to come in on this unification, and I got that from the conductor being able to keep all the instruments together and being able to control. That's a, crazy. You know what I mean? Like I go to thousands of rehearsals <laughs> with my dad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. by the time the real show come, I'm helping the ushers. I'm helping the the security. You know what I mean? I done seen this show five times. <laughs> <laughs> so the main show, I'm helping people in the concession stands and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? And just uh, being able to identify any instrument, the difference between a trombone and a tuba. The difference between a tuba and a trumpet, the difference between a viola and a violin, being able to identify in each instrument, I think, put me in a different, you know, world. Especially it
1: was, it was musical, bro. Because you know, I know it was that because your shit still travels. Like um, I, my personal favorite record you did, it's kind of uh, uh, between "Put On" and Roscoe Dash. Uh, no hands, but that's no hands. But that shit, that shit went like double platinum, like. Over triple. ten year period. Oh
2: yeah, it's triple. That's one of our biggest Negro spirituals. That's
1: one of our biggest Negro spirituals. Like you got certain records that are just Negro spirituals, but like that, no hands. Yeah, that's
0: my college. That baby. changes. The, <laughs> that changes. The, that, changes the, that
1: changes the entire room. That shit comes on. Everybody has fun because if sure. the, the chicks want to dance and the niggas don't feel like they on no soft shit. That's my. That's my. That's my two. For sure. What's your top five records? You your top five favorite records that you've done personal top five.
2: Uh, my favorite is Here I Am, man. It's it's hard to get past that one. Just because that was the first time my mama actually called me like, I like what you're doing. What? Like she called me like, baby, I can, I can move, I can groove <laughs> right. to that one. Now. I can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so here I am, definitely on the top. No hands is is a classic. Just being able to come through for Gucci. Uh, being able to, to deliver one of the biggest records for his artists. Mm-hmm. It's dope when you came up with one artist and now he's starting to put out artists because he keep getting locked up. Exactly. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So Walker like, man, look man. <laughs> a CEO keep getting locked hey, up, yeah, man, I gotta yeah, get yeah, one. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And to be able to deliver for him, it's, it's, it's like it's I'm, I'm, I'm very therapeutic. So Jeezy was like, bro, you come through for me on this? I got you. Mm. You know what I mean? It was bigger than just a beat. I right, I'm gone. Like, I standing ovation, I made that beat three different times because I sold the original. You know what I mean? Standing ovation. That's my first platinum plaque, so that'll be number three. Um, fourth favorite record. I had to throw. I had to throw. Uh, I had to throw. Um, we Poppin' in there. NBA Young Boy mm. again. Yeah, that R.I.P. Young Greatness. Young Greatness was like, man, is you gotta hard. come through for me on this. And when cats call me, it's like they really need me. It ain't just like I need a beat. Like, nah, yeah. dog, I need you. You know what I'm saying? And. Man, to have somebody like Mike Cairn, Aaron Bay Shook, Chris Hicks, Ryan Glover, all these different executives, Dallas, you know what I'm saying? Everybody I remember telling Dallas, sure. Dallas, uh, 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 what's my boy's name? Dallas Martin. Yeah, Dallas Martin. I remember telling Dallas, like, bro, you going to be the next shake. He damn sure. Being he able, able to, to identify that, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, coming up under that. But uh, feel favorite record, damn. Money to blow. Drake, again, coming through for, for for Birdman, you know what i'm saying like every time somebody call me i come through and I, not only do we put up points but we put up hits you know what i'm saying when you can pay the bills at a record label mm-hmm. when you can pay the lights for the when they when they tell you you paying the light hey thank you john you paying the lights over in this motherfucker
1: exactly you know
2: what i'm saying that's 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 what i do it for I
1: ain't gonna lie i got it honorable mention gotta be plus plenty money oh yeah plaza, no, plaza. Tell you why. can i tell you why though Cause when you was working, Plies, every song he's ever dropped, if you look at his career, that all his hits were all girl records.
2: First song I did for Plies was Shawty.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Plies, I forgot you did that T-Pain. one.
2: T-Pain, that's me and Insane bro, man. R.I.P. Insane.
1: Crazy. So they did Shawty, but Plies was like Shawty, Buss Baby. He was kind of like the guy that Atlantic, Atlantic saw him as like their T.I. that made girl records 24 yeah. seven.
2: And now, but, but, but let's remember the original Plies. Original Plies, didn't have a song uh. that didn't include what word? Goon this and goon that, goon and goon and goon. So he wasn't even making records for women. Mm. Who 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 motivated him to make girl records? I'm
0: assuming you know what I'm
2: saying. Gonna. Walk over here doing hard in the paint. Ooh, okay, oh. yeah, you got that, but we gotta make these records for exactly. the girls. You know what I'm saying? How do
0: people that's so hard and tough they to even go a different direction to make female? Because they want to
2: make money. Mm.
0: Like, you want to you want to make five thousand dollars
2: a show. Or you want to make fifty thousand dollars a show. Know what I'm saying? Talk First song I shit. do with Gucci, we waiting on big, big cat, big cat about to sign Gucci. I'm in there picking up a check from Big Cat there for you the go original. Back that far, I'm picking up the original. I, I, I sold the original standing ovation beat to one of Big Cat artists. I'm picking up the check for that. While I'm picking up that check, Gucci in there just come back from Birmingham. Like man, I'm finna sign with Big Cat. You know what I'm saying? It's a pool table in Big Cat studio, so yeah. we start playing pool. He like, what you do? I make beats. What you do? I rap. I don't, I don't know Gucci. He just, didn't nobody know Gucci like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, all right, we start playing pool. It's a little boombox. I pop in the CD. Play, I had probably like 15 beats on the CD. Start playing beats while we playing pool. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, go to another. Go to another. Ooh, that's, that's hard. Go to another. I tried to skip this beat. It was a West Coast beat. Mm. Down, 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 down don't 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 He like man keep playing it <laughs> we stopped the pool table game gucci go in the studio first song i do swear to god it's a photo shoot girl it's a photo shoot <laughs> it's a photo shoot girl it's a photo shoot just off the rip that's you know crazy what I'm saying?
1: it's like that took off in man. the club and don't forget Rocco, i'm gonna do me but you really was breaking niggas out here, man. Man, it don't matter bro, you who you ran radio. Right, we still bro. doing it. We still I'm saying, but 15, I'm saying,
2: 16, they send me migos. First time we do, look at my dad.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, bro. You really like. It's hard. Like some producers follow the flow, and some producers create the flow. Yeah, you, that,
2: and that's why I said, because flow, I'm a musician, bro. I can do that. I ain't never, I ain't never had to depend on samples. I ain't never had to depend on loops. My mama started out putting her womb to a spirit, so I still, it used to be a nightmare to me that I turned that into beats. Like, I hear beats in my head right now. Mm. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? She put up, when you train your ear that early, you a kid, you ain't even born yet, but your ears is already alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I still, if you put your hands over your ears, it sound like a black room or you in a womb. You know what I'm saying? Everything muted. I still have that, and I turn that nightmare into a dream. it's <laughs> different, yeah. different. You, bro. What you what different, bro. You different, bro. somebody me need a vibe. It's like, if I can't bebop it, it ain't going to be no hit in my eye. I got to be able to bebop. I got to be able to. Mm, mm, like a slow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever it is. And then bam. If I can get excited off of it. That emotion going to transfer. And that emotion is what is contagious. That emotion is the synergy between making more people move. Just like how you immediately smile when I get to bebop. Yeah. Or, or, yeah that and shit get, got me turned up nigga like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. then everybody go. ooh that's when shit, you that, put the flow on top of it, that's when everybody like, oh. Oh, or even when you start dancing, yeah, yeah. everybody crowd around and be like, oh. <laughs> it's almost like a fight. See, certain things people want to gather around and see. So when you was in high school, you see two people fighting or two people arguing or whatever, or somebody just stop and get to doing poetry or spoken word, whatever it is, that's going to draw and attract.
1: Man, you got to do an album, bro. I mean, like, you really got to go to Memphis as I'm listening to I'm like, see, I, I, bottom line is what, I'm not this media, this ain't me. Like, he know me as an executive. We've been in the trenches. Bro, you really need to go to Memphis and, like, find a 12, 13 hottest young chicks. We just niggas, did that. Just
2: Welcome die. to My City, Volume 4. Welcome to four. My City, Volume 4 was the unification okay. process of Memphis, which is, which is the first project I did, 2010. I, I started rapping and put Gotti on the song. I did every chance I get featuring Gotti. Volume 2. I come with Welcome. I introduced, uh, put Player Fly, Young Dolph on the same song. You know what I'm saying? And that was where a lot of people started getting familiar with Dolph. Welcome to Dolph World and a song I did called Welcome. Bam. I brought Junior Reed to Memphis, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? From Kingston all the way to Memphis. My first video on MTV rapping was Round Me. Yeah. Featuring 8-Ball and MJG and uh, Young Buck. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Volume 3. Bam. We did it again. Volume 4. Like, go listen to who we got on that motherfucker, man. Big Boogie. You know what I'm saying? Juicy Fruit.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's
2: Fast crazy, Cash Jizzle. Man. You know what I'm saying? The Gold Boys. But I'm saying them niggas. You know Trey Haitian. J-Man. Like, we got 20, 20 tracks, man. The High Got Crunchy Back, Lil Chat, Gangsta Boo. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody on the project get dropped 11-11. So, if you ain't familiar, you sleeping on drum as usual. But go listen to Welcome to My City Volume 4.
1: Nigga, that's crazy.
2: We got seven videos out there for you.
1: Nigga, that's crazy. Nigga, you the flow, man. You know
2: what I'm saying? And we already working on Volume 5. I just performed at the halftime at the Memphis Grizzlies. The day the the project dropped on eleven eleven, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. We did a song that night, Duke Deuce, ATM Rich baby. Shout out to ATM Rich baby, ATM Rich baby, a skinny pimp son, by the way. You know what I'm saying. I'm about to get in with a crunchy black son. He got a, a a son going
1: crazy. You know what I'm saying. I don't really? say too much, man. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying. But shout out
2: to set. Shout out to TP stacks money two times. Man, everybody on the album, big homie Dog, my artist. You know what I'm saying, out of out of Memphis. You know what I'm saying. If you ain't familiar with my artist, go listen to his first project, Certified Youngin. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta do your research. I be dropping too much shit. Yeah. Like my catalog too extensive. Yeah. It'll take you'll get you fall asleep at night reading my discography. Cause you ain't gonna be able to make it through that whole motherfucker. God. No, that's
0: right. Is there a difference in the way you make music now from when you first came out? Like I, I seen something where you said sometimes you would ask people to send you the song acapella and then you would make the beat and i've never really heard of that being done before so just explain that process to me
2: yeah like i I take acapella so i would do that when i first started so when i was like 13 14 my brother would give me some homework be like man see if you can make a beat harder than this the original you know what i'm saying and that was just how we started making beats so i would take you know back then you had cds and tapes and whatnot and they would put out the acapella version mm. you know what i'm saying so you had an instrumental you were able to sample the acapella into the npc and then see if you can make a beat harder than the original. Mm. So once I started mastering that shit, niggas would be like, "Damn, take the vocals off. I want that beat. Exactly. Take the vocals off. I want that beat. One of those beats was make them get that money right, pop their pussy, and make them like. I made that beat to a whole another acapella.
1: You know what I'm saying? That so <laughs> and then had around. that beat for Pastor Troy, and it just. And I was at Pastor Troy's show the other day. We was at a show. This nigga does no more playing GA. He did vice versa, and he was like, "I'm out." And then everybody was like, nigga, screaming, if you don't do that, motherfucking, pop that. Nigga, if you don't, nigga, that shit dropped. That shit went crazy, nigga. Hell yeah. And th-
2: again, I ain't going to lie. like, And
1: that shit wasn't even up online for a little while, bro. Like, you know, that, I don't know what was happening with that record, but you couldn't find that record. You only could find that record for a while Because it, it came YouTube. out
2: on DSGB and then whatever the universe did yeah, or that shit whatever. Yeah, that's was only it on YouTube. Down.
1: Like, you couldn't, like, I remember being on a promo tour in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, and that shit came on. And I remember, like, you know, we from Atlanta. I'm like, I ain't never heard this shit. And they were singing it word for word. I step in the club, getting motherfucking loose. And it was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I'm like, and then, you know, this is this before Shazam, so you got to go to DJ. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? This, that's Pastor Troy, nigga partner. I went looking for it. You could not find the song.
2: See, that's the secret for me in Atlanta. The secret to anything, getting the niggas, is the 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 the, the women.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? So, I wasn't even old enough to get in a strip club, bro. And every like when I was in the strip club with standing ovation, especially when White Girl came out, Jeezy, I'm what? 21. A lot of strippers, like, damn, you drunk boy, damn, you drum, boy, damn, you drunk. I request your music on my set. I request my music. So that's when I even started getting hip to. Damn, okay. That's why I Strippers requesting my music on yeah. these set. Like they they wanna dance. Yeah. They wanna get their money, but they know they gonna get. More money when your are in the vibe. Yeah. They, not even my shit, but they, they choosing my shit. Yeah. But she want to feel 100% good. She want to feel the best she can when she on that stage. You know what I mean? And she yeah. want that money to be... So exactly. half of the money, like when you in the strip club, most niggas going to throw money, not just because she a bad... She dancing, like that. it's going to be the music. Ooh, this is my song. I can relate to this. And what I'm seeing and hearing in the song, I'm seeing on the stage. So exactly. it all... Coincides, yeah. you know what I mean, and man, when a female broke that down to me, it just made me start channeling that format.
1: Your
0: like money, was all in my the music
2: gotta be right here. If it can't, if it, if I can't please the strip club, I don't want to make.
1: It. If your, your music was in the club before you was, like I'm talking about, <laughs> juice. We did juice. I uh, make your juice box. Weird, exactly. We're <laughs> like one
2: of the first songs I did for Gorillaz. Oh, lost on the road. You know what I'm saying? Who knew Lil Wayne was gonna get on that? Crazy. Money the blow sat on the internet for a year. The beat? The, the the song, Drake, the hook, the first verse. You know what I'm saying? We did that joint at Hot Beats. It leaks on the internet. You know, a lot of these engineers at different studios yeah, yeah, would like leak records after a year or two. And Birdman hit me up out the blue like, say little one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Say Lewin. <little one>. Hey, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to put a little nephew on that motherfucker. I'm put a little Wayne on that motherfucker. And we're going to, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Send me your bank account. Nigga, this the first. Birdman and Rick Ross, the only two cats that didn't pay me under 20 minutes. After they called me, like by the birth- way, like, we gotta, by the way, your put, bank that, put
1: that shit out there because niggas be trying to make it seem like baby don't handle his shit. I don't work oh, with yeah, baby. You got to I mean. know how to handle your shit. You exactly, baby, nigga, they gonna pay you. It's one it might be like they pay me with a personal check. By the way, it's like a checkbook check. And like, I get my publishing. Yeah, everything. You just got to know. And I got my play. Shout out to baby for that.
2: You know what I mean? So you know, anytime you hear somebody complaining about you know the business and whatnot, it's probably because they didn't they handle didn't have their business together. right. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So let me but ask you a question. I want to ask you something. Had that problem.
1: Who your? Well, I got two questions. I'm gonna throw it about Mira. Who's your favorite? Who? Give me your dream collaborator that you want to get in the room with right now, like, or you just been wanting to get in the room with to do records with.
2: Uh, Beyonce, Jay Z. You know, I put on remix. I heard they working on an album together right now. Jay Jay Touch. That's Homer. that's the closest I got to Jay was I put on remix. Uh, I never worked with Beyonce. I never worked with John Legend. You know, I like I like working with people that make a, a, a impact in the world. You want
1: John Legend to make some shit? Say it again. He need that shit by the way, cause you know, cause he cause he cause he know who he is. But like, so when I when I even as an executive when this running record making time, you gotta bit to it's like gumbo. You gotta be able to mix shit in. So I'm just imagining John Legend singing with the way he sings on some shit that you would do. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. And that's what I call my music, gumbo. Like we grew up off gumbo and grandma would take she might have thirteen, fourteen, twenty dollars worth of groceries left in the in the fridge and she make the best with what she got left.
1: Two more. You gave three. Jay Z, Beyonce, John Legend, two more you wanna work with?
2: Uh two more I need to work with, two more I wanna work with. Uh Kendrick Lamar. Hard. And uh, man, who would be somebody I go crazy with, man? I've been actually getting uh requested a lot to work with uh to work with uh what's the boy's name? Uh 21 Savage.
1: You and 21 will be fire. Come on, man.
2: You know what I'm saying? It, people like Gucci favorite rapper, uh, Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, 21 Savage. I forget who he said, but he loved Project Pet. He just sampled Project Pet. Bruh,
1: that gets to the next one. I got it written down right here. Look at the top of the list. If you had to say, you from Memphis, right? So if you had to give us our Mount Rushmore, five Mount Rushmore goats, because the show is called The God Show. It stands for Goats and Underdogs. If you had to give us the top five goats from Memphis, and then the top five underdogs from Memphis. If you want, I go first because I, I give you a chance to think. I'll tell you mine. It's cool, yeah, go All ahead. Right, so I'm going to tell you mine. Here go my top five goats from Memphis. Number one is 3-6 Mafia. I would have put A-Ball or MJG number one, but I feel like 3-6 Mafia music has aged well, and Juicy J kept the flag going to even to have hits now. Like If you listen to that, Megan Thee Stallion raps like Juicy J, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I say 3-6. So 3-6 number one. Number two is a Baller MJG. Number three is young, Yo Gotti. Four is Project Pat. The only reason I couldn't put him number one, which I would have, was because he—he's he, kind of a part of Three Six Mafia. But nigga, Project Pat is probably the most slept-on rapper in hip hop history. Like we celebrate him, but that nigga still is like you don't. You
2: and <laughs> project 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 was the most distinctive. You what? Know, with the butt dog. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, All right so so so,
1: so 36 Mafia, A-ball MJG, Yo Gotti, Project Pat, and Young Dolph. That's my top five goats. Top five underdogs. Player fly, number one by far. Kingpin Skinny Pimp. Mm-hmm. That king of the player ball album, nigga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I'm gonna put Gangsta Boo number three. Cause she part of 36 Mafia, but I don't think people give Gangsta Boo credit on how, how hard she was mm-hmm. as a. And I as love that female. motherfucker. As a female, nigga, her verse on I Don't Love Him, nigga, I remember driving to school, nigga. Her verse on Kingpin, Skinnypin, I Don't Love Him, man. Nigga, being cold as fuck, no AC, in the, no heat in the car. <laughs> nigga, we just bouncing to that shit. You stupid ass bitches? No, 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 no. Nigga, what? Nigga, we was obsessed with her. And the fifth one is, uh, fourth is Tila. I don't think Tila gets enough credit for what he did. And then the fifth one is, I'm gonna say, Player G. Hell yeah. Who's your five goats, Memphis?
2: Five Ghost Memphis is uh, Three C's Mafia, Ball and G, uh, Gotti, Dolph, and uh, who I throw in there is uh, the the goat. Uh, man, honestly, I gotta throw Jazzy Faye in there, man.
1: Shout out to Jazzy Faye. A- you know what I'm saying? Because that's a goat. You know what I'm
2: saying? That's that's a that's a goat. You know what I'm saying? Especially on the producer slash artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a producer slash artist. He the biggest out of the Memphis before me. And I think I follow behind him. So, you know, I got to throw Jazzy in there. So 3-6 Mafia, Ball and G Yo Gotti, uh, Yo Gotti Dolph, Dolph, Jazzy.
1: Give me your underdog list. The niggas that, if, you, no, if you're listening, list. you I'm, need to I'm go listen to these people.
2: Gangsta Pat. Gangsta Pat. Gangster
1: Pat. Outside, you know and you know, I want you know, to roll me a blunt. I want to smoke me, me a blunt. I gots to get fucked up. I want to <laughs>
2: get fucked up. I want to roll. What, nigga? I want to smoke. That was like... You know how Dre, Dr. Dre, always say, "Man, I taught y'all how to smoke." I'm, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. like, like, no, nah, but he did. And nah. On the, on the West Coast, the West whatnot, Coast. and we grew up. Gangsta Pat was that for me in Memphis. You know what I mean? When I smoked my first blunt, when I smoked my first, you know what I mean? It was to Gangster Pat. So that's, Gangsta that's Pat, underground legend, Player Fly, Player Fly. If y'all don't uh, know nothing
1: about Player Fly, please listen to this dude. I promise y'all, this nigga. That nigga nigga's incredible, bro.
2: Player fly. And I gotta put Endo G. Endo G was like, look, what look oh,
1: Hold on, <gasps> I want you you see something right here? I wrote Endo G and I cut I cut it out and I put player G down there. Yeah, I gotta I put G, And I, I got to put, put Criminal put, Man. I was gonna put yo, Criminal Man because Criminal yo, Man was hard.
2: Criminal Man hard too. I gotta put Endo G Endo G is my three. Um you know, Teela, we don't look at him as a as an underdog. Like, you know what I'm saying? He got his just due. You know what I'm saying? And he would be, he would be on the on the on the on the other side with the GOATs. Um, uh, man, number four, underground, underground.
1: Oh, uh, you just gave me. An I'm idea. trying. I'm trying. He just gave me an idea. By the way, we need to shoot in Memphis. Are you in Memphis and do a whole? I I got an idea. That shit we're gonna do in Atlanta. We gonna do in Memphis with Drummer Boy. Yeah, because Memphis needs the credit, like for real. Oh uh,
2: man, you know what? Underground. I gotta put Al Capone. I mean that's that's the yeah. writer and yeah. the author behind Whoop That Trick. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoop That <laughs> Trick. I mean this dude in movies, he's in soundtracks, he's on scores, he's doing commercials, he holding down Memphis in so many different ways. Uh, you don't hear his name enough, so I gotta throw Al Capone on my on my underdog list. You got one more. Number five would be uh man. Who else needs some love, man? Who
1: else really? See that's what the pole point should get a love. Of the niggas that that sat home, that's like who niggas forgot it? about me.
2: Yeah. Nah, uh, nigga. man. DJ Squeaky.
1: Squeaky in the family. Criminal Man was signed to DJ Squeaky. That was on my list, by the way.
2: DJ Squeaky. Uh,
1: I wish y'all I you know mean? I listen to Memphis music my whole life. Like I would be work, I'd be in the room at A and R's, and I'd be working with pop artists and shit. And I'd be like, I, mean, I was in the room with Jara Larson. She's like a big pop star, and I was like, I listen to 8-Ball MJG. I don't know nothing about what y'all do. I know how to do what y'all want to do, but I, I, grew up listening to 8-Ball MJG, my nigga. Like, I got, y'all, do y'all know what that is? No, we don't know. I'm like, you need to. You go listen to them niggas because them niggas is the shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean a lot of these guys taught us the way of life. You know, a lot of guys that I grew up with taught principle. And principle. I think principle is something something that a lot of, you know, especially the the youth don't stand on as much. Uh and they don't want to take and, credit for it. They and, don't,
1: they don't want they don't want to take ownership for it.
2: And a lot of the OGs don't either. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, you need more OGs out here uplifting these guys as opposed to being disgusted or turning your back on you know, speak to him, talk to him. I was talking to my 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 homie the other day, and he was like, man, my, my nephew, every time I talk to him, he asks me for money, this and that, da, 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 I don't even want to answer his phone. I'm like, how you going to just turn your back on your nephew like that? He might need some time, my nigga. Exactly. You ain't got to worry about sending the cash up every time he hits you. But you know what? Bro, FaceTime him. You know what? Exactly. Hey, let's Zoom. Give me 30 minutes. Or, you know what? Hey, come pull up on me. Let's go out to lunch. Let's go out to dinner. Take some time and spend with that. Young yeah. man, or your or, or the young lady, we got, but we got to, We got what to saying? do more that. As OGs, you got to give these youngins time, bro. You look at it like, ah oh, man, man, he asked me for another thirty dollars. He asked me for another fifty dollars. He never, man, I flew out to Dallas. I flew out, seen my nephew, and was like, bro, what you what what you want to do? Yeah. What do you love to do? Yeah. What what do you have a vision for? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, how can I help you with your vision? Yeah. You got to talk to these guys because they got a lot going on here, but sometimes you you abort that mission. For that quick little, that that you know, what I'm saying we got a job over here. Shit, we finna go rob or run down on these yeah. niggas, and blah, blah, blah. now you get caught in some whole other shit. And now your your dream is deferred two years, three years, five years. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying you 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 do to Get out on parole, this and that, da da da. Like you know, what I'm saying, and now yeah. you got to go back to, but you still need the money to pay the lawyer and this and this yeah. like. So you know, I'm always instilling education. I had a big brother that sat me. I'm in a trap. I'm watching what's getting cooked up. I'm watching what's going in and out the house, but they was like, nigga, you sit over there and do that music shit.
1: I love that shit. We need more of that, by the way. You need that. We need bro. more of that. I, niggas, is like, yo, missing. you got talent. You ain't doing this over here. You got talent. That shit's gone now.
2: Take these niggas to a gun range, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to shoot guns. Show these niggas how to shoot. How many niggas goddamn popping off guns and ain't hitting nothing exactly. but the wrong people? You niggas that's can't real. aim. Man, take these niggas to a gun range. Let's start doing some gun range classes. Like, come on, bro. We got to be creative. OGS, Yeah. I got to right. get it out. Man, I, let's do a board. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. us and by us. FUBU yeah. did it. Yeah. With the clothing. Why yeah. can't we do that for Young kids. our community? Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ray Daniels, the Chris Hicks, the Ryan Glovers, the Drum Boys, the Squeaks, the Terry Rosses, All you know what I mean? By the, the, way, big shout, by the
1: way, shout out to Squeak. You know what I'm saying? Squeak, like to squeak. You got, one doing Solid, solid ones Dion
2: in the trenches. They talking shit about, about Dion. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Mm. Nah, you're you right. You know what I'm saying? He made Jackson State better in three years. Buck who that, else would have took that job? Fuck
1: that. He bought $30 million to the program himself in the three years he was there. Yeah. I only know the school because of him. Exactly. Didn't, people didn't even know Jackson State existed. This is our stumping ground. Yeah. We,
2: we know about Mississippi and whatnot. That's right down the street. But a lot of people who doing all this talking ain't never even seen the campus, man. And you're talking smack about a nigga who t- turned a when I go from 350 to I'm making 5 million and I can touch more people in Colorado. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? As a parent, this is somewhere you might want to send your son. Exactly. Make sure your son get honor. Make exactly. sure your, aunt get, aunt, your son get character.
1: Exactly. I agree.
2: Off the field. But your son like off the field. Yeah, he can hit hard. Yeah, he can catch any ball thrown to him. The quarterback is amazing. The defense, the linebackers, the cornerback, everybody doing good. What are your sons like off the field? Yep. Dion made that difference. That's real, bro. But we talking about, why you mad? He left. Nah, man. He, he, said, well, he went, he went. But ain't nobody, thing, no. ain't nobody commending or giving him a round of applause for him going. But you wouldn't have took the job. You wouldn't have took the job. Right. Anybody, nobody, else would have took the job. Shout out to Mo Williams over there yep. with the basketball. Yeah, shout out to Mo Williams. With the basketball team. Exactly you know what I'm saying. But
1: this is what I'm saying though. He he made the seat important enough that someone wants to now sit in it and follow what he did. And we don't give enough of that. And we got to stop holding each other to that shit, man. Like, sometimes, it's, and he led. We saw him lead. Like, dog, right. I knew. I saw Dion. I was just thinking. I was like, man, when he was doing that interview, he said, man, don't talk to me like that. I love these
2: people. Oh, yeah, yeah he can, had a check to check, dude, to because like dude
1: that. was. A, he, and that's his friend, by the way. He yeah, like, man, and, and this is how, how we, we talk, gonna clown
2: man. each other, which is what we do. So black exactly, against black. Exactly. We clown each other, and then it make you want to do something to each other, yeah. and then it goes a whole nother round. Yeah. As opposed to him class at, hey, man, I'm not going. to Ask me that again.
1: Yeah, ask me how you asked me. That. Ask me that again. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? And you want to be, okay, I can embarrass you just like you embarrass me. Exactly. Ask me the question again. <laughs> exactly. You
1: know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Get your
2: shit together. You exactly. know what I mean? And I, I think, wait, ain't nobody talking about Brett Favre. He took, took money he from took Mississippi. took money from Mississippi. Dion put money in Mississippi. And y'all talking about Dion, but ain't nobody talking about Brett Favre.
1: Nope. Man, it, this shit cracking. This, this shit crazy. Talk you know what I'm saying? Shit. So, you know. So, I know you got to ask your question, the, the, the the goat or the underdog. Okay, well. I know you got to do your thing.
0: Yeah, so um, I want to hear this. Well, I want to ask a question right before I get into it. Is ahead. there any misconception out there about you that you um want to straighten up, or anything you want people to know about you that they probably don't know
2: about you? Mm-mm, nah, I, yeah. I I represent myself very. I well. say, If
1: you know Jumper Boy, you know Jumper Boy. <laughs> you Man. know, you know. And if
2: you don't, it's enough material out there to do your research. But out of that, and, and, you, and if
1: you don't, he'll fuck with you. Like that's the thing I like about you. You fuck with people. Like dog, I watch you pull up. Like when I saw Annalie Chopper, you pulled up. Oh yeah. Like you ain't want no no like yo tell them nah nah, I got some shit for you. Like drummer always been solid. Whatever is needed, he got it. Absolutely.
0: Thank you for what you, do. Um before I ask the last well, I'm about to ask the last question. So do you consider yourself a goat or underdog? Both. Why?
2: Uh I'ma always be an underdog just because you know what I'm saying, nobody gonna ever know everything they need to know about you. So you're gonna always be proving yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you gon' till you dead. You gonna be proving yourself. That's like if you weren't proving yourself, then that mean you know everything. You perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like nobody that. perfect. You know what I mean? We are God's children. I'm here for God. I understand my purpose on the earth. So yes, I'm I'm the greatest of all time that you ever seen, mm-hmm. in 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 my existence. You know what I'm saying? Period. I, I'm I'm Him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm Him in 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 different forms and fashions. But uh, most importantly for God.
0: And once again, tell me the name of that project that you just dropped.
2: Welcome to my city, volume four. am gonna
1: play this shit right now.
2: Yeah, go get that. But I
1: gotta, I gotta put them on. I gotta put them on his They probably don't even know none of this shit. I'm about to go play this shit. We playing drummer boy all day for the office. That's what we doing. Man, let's no do it.
2: Go. What's in my pocket, dog? <laughs> Big, Big face, honey. <laughs> 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 fuck you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you once again for coming in and down. Shout out to drummer boy. Shout out to, drummer boy.
1: Shout out to drummer boy. I already man. I just want to say, man, I seen you. And, you know, when we, when we was coming up, you know, you don't really see yourself as what you are because you in the trenches, nigga. It's like they playing 500 beats. 30 of them might be yours, but they don't guarantee that, them, that out of those 500 they playing that yours going to get that shit. My nigga, your shit always hit. And I think you one of the first people, producers that I knew about that actually had a tag on a beat.
2: Yeah, it was a few, you know what I'm saying?
1: Nah, the, I can rem- I mean, if you could tell me something, I can remember. But like, I can
2: remember Midnight Black. Uh, I can remember Shoddy Red on the track. Uh, I can remember Ladies and Gentlemen. So again, it comes no, back to me Jazzy. Of, but him but me <laughs> out <of>, though. <but> <laughs> he might not have been doing it but, the whole time. No, 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 but here's the or
1: difference, me. though. That was Jazzy Voice. That was, your shit was, listen to this track. Like, nigga, you got to understand. So Okay, so look at it from this standpoint. I, I manage writers, right? So when we in the room, the a and whether it was Aaron, Mike, Karen, whoever, they playing us 100 beats. Right. So you don't know who did it. It wasn't like Jazzy had. Yeah, they yeah, just, yeah, yeah, Jazzy yeah, put yeah. that sauce on at the at end. At the end, yeah, yeah. Nigga, when you hear a beat, it was like, look. And I remember getting irritated by it. I'm, I'm like, man, because it was like, I felt like they was only pushing your shit. Because yeah. like, another drummer Boy beat. But it was like, dog, looking back on it, that's, Teron was one of the first songwriters. He added right about now on every song. He ain't gonna do it no more. But you, th- today is different. Because today, you got to just have a relationship with an artist to be a hot producer, right? As long as you fuck with an artist, yeah. nigga, you don't even need... Nigga, it's niggas out here that produce that don't talk to no label executives And
2: that's all. how it was for me from the beginning. Yeah. Like, I'm on all these albums because I know these niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'll be hitting up the manager. I'll be hitting up the a and Don't get no... You know what I'm saying, exactly. but because I know Jeezy, I'm on Jeezy album. Because I know Gotti, these my niggas. Before the manager or the A and R, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They assign new management, assign new A and R's, and half the A and R's and management couldn't get the artist to do half they, of the shit. That's why they put me in the studio with Gucci. <laughs> that,
1: that was the point I was trying to make. I was like, yeah, that's how yeah. I was trying to make. Like you couldn't, but you still was delivering on through the A and R shit. Yeah, but right? you was that. delivering. You had the artist. But you still had all the execs playing your shit. I yeah. watched the run firsthand. Facts.
2: Facts. And, I, you know, it's, it's it's team ball. You, you got to understand how to, you know, make it – not necessarily make everybody happy. But, okay, I understand the formats of how to go through management. I understand the format of going through uh, the a and executives and having that relationship with the label mm-hmm. and delivering everything that they asked me to do. You know what exactly. I'm saying? But that's two eggs in the pot. I'm gonna come over here with this third egg. Go to Jeezy show. You know what I'm saying? That's why you was there, Wait two three <laughs> hours for this nigga to get off the stage. You know
1: what I'm saying? Or be- might have to pay
2: four five hundred for these VIP tickets or yeah. whatever. I'm gonna put my money into this shit to yeah. earn a relationship. So just in case this nigga take my beats and forget about him, take my beats and don't play him the beats. I really want him to play because as a producer, you ain't gonna play the shit. I know. I know my shit.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're an artist, so you kind of already had them in your head, what you wanted yeah, yeah. from them. Yeah,
2: I'm going to be more effective with yeah. Out of 20 beats, I know I need to play 3, 7, and 12. Period. I'm not finna overdo. If I play all 20 of these beats like the A&R going to do, you're going to get tired of shit. You're going to be in a trance. You dizzy by the time you hear all them <laughs> 20 beats. So that's why I sometimes would be, if not still, more effective because I know what to do. Okay, if these beats don't work before the artist league, guess what? I done cooked up another beat from scratch. You know what I'm saying? This
1: this this is the clip right here that needs to go out to the world. And I was, that was able you to said, that I was to the world.
2: I was able to do money to blow. Okay, let me get this out of Drake right quick. Cause he's about to leave. He got 30 minutes in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: I was able to pull
2: money to blow out of them. My A and I wouldn't have been able to do that.
1: Shout out to Drummer Boy, man. I'm gonna call him a GOAT. He, he you're a GOAT. I know you say on the dog, you goat to me oh, yeah, I, I,
2: that's why I said both.
1: But I'm saying, you say both. I love that. Yeah. And and the I think that the, the whole mentality is, is that. What I did yesterday don't matter. Only thing matter what I did today. But I'm going to acknowledge, nigga, you a goat out here. I appreciate it. Nah, nigga, you a goat out here, nigga. And you did it your way. I ain't never seen you change up. This is the same drummer boy I met in like 2007, 2008. Same. I ain't seen no different drummer boy. And I just want to tell you, I fuck with you. I appreciate you. And my nigga, I want to see you keep winning. Oh,
2: yeah. Appreciate it, man. My brother. I'm going to say this right quick. Like, Russell Simmons, give me that motivation. He started Def Jam ll cool j one artist Mm -hmm. look how many artists that dev jam has pushed yeah after ll cool j so man salute to ll cool j this nigga hit me once a week you know what i'm saying rock the bells anything they need this is my guy like to, to, to be able to have this relationship with rock the bells to be able to for him to hit me say hey i want you to host the memphis takeover for the rock the Bells show you know what i mean it's like that's what i do this shit for shout out to russell Simmons, you know what I mean? I feel like Drum Squad could be the next Def Jam, man. That's really the only thing I haven't done is put my own artist. I did it for all these other artists. I put number ones on the board for everybody else. Now we got to do it for ourselves. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's where the underdog come from. Like, shout out to Metro Booming, Heroes and Villains, yeah. a, a crazy new yeah. album, Zay, Mike Will, 808 Mafia, uh, ATL all got- Jacob, all the, 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 the youngins yeah. under me, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I ain't never signed to no label. Mm. ever you know what I mean so having that label support as opposed to being able to do everything I done did independent not mm-hmm. one deal yeah so you know what I mean it's still like they underdog nigga and I'm not done let's uh, go I mean let's Quincy go. did Thriller at 50 my nigga I turn 40 next year so stay tuned
1: let's get it oh, now my nigga start. thanks for coming man let's get it